this is a podcast. Uh, Joe, I know the answer to this for you. Fourteen. Yes. Phil, do you have any tattoos? Fourteen. Uh, I would like you to guess if I have a tattoo or not. I'm going to guess no. I'm also going to guess no. You guys are both? Right. right. Okay. Well, here's Phil to, sees uh, his body as a temple. Yeah. I see his body as a... Body is a wonderland. Destroyed temple. I don't know. <laughs> uh, McDonald's? As a hairy temple. Uh, here's how I write this week. Specifically men, but I guess it could be men and women, but but it was a man that inspired the hate. People with... Uh, I thought you loved men. W- words <laughs> tattooed on their chest area. Men with words? Yeah. Not women? I feel like the woman tattoo on the chest. The woman tattoo on the chest, super but like breast tattoo, yeah, I'm done I'm, with you. Yeah. Yeah. But this was, uh, we were at a restaurant, and the waiter was wearing, I think, like, a polo shirt, or, you know, some kind of button-up shirt, so you didn't see a lot, it wasn't like he was naked, but you saw, like, the V, you know, and a neck, and there's, like, words going across. And so, while he's telling me the specials of the soup, I'm kind of looking and trying to figure out what it says, but I don't want to be like, I'm Is it like F white people? out this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the police. Uh, what restaurant was this? Uh, Formoli's. And so I keep trying to figure out what it says, and then I, you know, I can't tell, and I realize I'm staring at it, it makes me feel awkward, but what, I mean, what, why would you have words where only part are visible? Like, if you want to have words on your back or whatever, fine. I feel like if I was his boss, I would not be okay with that. Yeah, you would think. But it's like artsy and whatnot. Yeah, I guess. Or Bohemian. He was a great waiter. But, you know. Can you discriminate against tattoos? People with tattoos? I can discriminate about I think, just about anything. I think you can you can have a policy where you can't have visible tattoos. Mm, and that is I the, think. that's not, like, unconstitutional in some way? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, if the Yankees don't let anyone grow a beard, or, you know, you could... Right. Team any policy, em, yeah. Any employer can have... Yeah. I don't know if any employer can. I mean, I think you have to make it known. But if you're a private, private business... Private, private business, yeah. Well, yeah. Fired from being like a state a, worker or something. Yeah, you couldn't do that. Yeah. Anyways, so you're you're railing against sayings like like what if he tattooed like a picture of his daughter or something? No, no, that's fine. I think or titty. So you're okay with Danny Trejo? <laughs> I'm very okay with Danny Trejo. <laughs> I think the thing is, or a naked chick, a Playboy chick. No, that's fine. But but the thing is, I could see part of whatever these. The, it was, I, I guess it's something that went like all the way around his neck. And I could see part in that little V. So I'm not going to be able to read the whole, you know, Bible verse or song lyric or whatever it is. Anyway, so that's what I'm saying. If you're going to do that, do it on your back or your chest or somewhere where it's going to be, it's all or nothing if you're seeing it. But if you've got something up here, like... So you were annoyed by the fact you saw any of it? I, or was it the semi-visibility the fact, of it? It was both. But I think it's more the semi-visibility because that's what kept me looking, trying to figure out what it said. Because I was like, "What? Why don't you just ask him? Hey, what's what special? Like, lift up his shirt and what's on your what tattoo? Do you got? Yeah. I'm intrigued. Well, maybe if, if I had a few more drinks, maybe I would have. Mm. Nice ink, man. That's what you should. Now, say. Did you tip him any more or less because of the tattoo? No. By the end of dinner, we had a few bottles of wine, and I didn't care anymore. Mm. It was you, me. You and Rachel. Yeah. Well, and she was pregnant, so just me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just the beginning. I was like, what is that? And why am I looking? And now I'm not hearing what the soup was. And it's just, yeah. The semi-visibility, I think, <laughs> is what bugged me more. It was white bean soup. No, I didn't want that anyway. Okay, I forgive. I retract the last five minutes. Um, speaking of Danny Trejo, 
As we have to know. The actor? Um, the actor, Danny Trejo. You know who that Star is. Star of Desperado? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I have been watching a television show that just recently had him on it for a couple of episodes. Um, is it Desperado, the television show? It is Breaking Bad. Oh. Have you ever watched Breaking Bad? No, but I've heard it's really good. Everyone says it's good. It is amazing. Um, now, are you starting like from the beginning? Yes. Or did you we hadn't seen any of it. And it um, is on Netflix, Instant Cue. For the first three seasons. There have been four seasons, but the fourth isn't out yet. And the fifth upcoming season will be the final season. Oh, like they've already said. They've already said it's going to be the last season. So So you may want to just wait until that point and then just watch it all or whatever. Because we've been like plowing through it. Noted. Um, So I'll tell you the premise, whether you know it or not. Um, Brian Cranston, who's kind of an odd choice because of, you know, he was the like weird dad, Malcolm in the Middle or whatever. He was Dr. Tim Watley. <laughs> he was also Sign Dr. Out. Tim Watley. Good he point. He was the dad in Malcolm in the Middle, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. He's incredible. Right. And he is someone who, uh, as we said in the last podcast, uh, Kelsey Grammer beat out for the Golden Globe. Like, mm. he had won it the previous couple of years, two, three years. Like, every season, I want to say, that he was on it, he won. Um, but not this season. Um, anyway, so he is a uh, high school chemistry teacher in Albuquerque. And he gets diagnosed with terminal lung cancer. And he's married, and his his wife is pregnant, and his son is like 16 and has um, cerebral palsy. So, and I found out that the the kid who plays him actually has CP also, but like intentionally not as severe, I guess. So he like has worked on trying to appear more like severely... Right. Afflicted or whatever, which is interesting. Yeah. Anyway, um, so his brother-in-law is a DEA agent, and um, he, he his prognosis is maybe like a year to live, 18 months to live, something like that. So When the, when the show starts. When the show starts, yeah. So, um, Five seasons later. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, the, the, it's not like each season's a year, so mm. I mean, you know. Anyway, so um, he... He goes on this, like, DEA bust or whatever with with his brother-in-law, and he sees, like, on the bus, when they do the bus, like, how much money is involved. And he starts to put ideas together, and he sees one of his old students, like, jump out the window and run away, and he tracks him down, and the two of them start uh, manufacturing crystal meth. Hmm. And because he is, like, this really smart chemistry teacher, he's kind of like Robin Williams in Good Will Hunting, where, like, he kind of settled in that career where he could have been great earlier on. Um, so he's not just like an average chemistry teacher. He's like really, really smart and everything. Anyway, so... Um, he's the Mr. Wofford of, of Albuquerque. So, so he was probably a drug dealer. <laughs> um, so he started, they started making crystal meth and it's like the like highest quality crystal meth ever. So do, does he say like he wants to do this to... Because he doesn't have life insurance like provide for his wife. He's trying to make or? as much money as possible for his family... So right. that when he dies, they're, like, set up. Right. Essentially. But part of the thing is he isn't – he doesn't want to tell them, you know, what he's doing. Obviously. And so, like, when he when he starts to get questioned by his wife and everything, it's, like, this conflict because he's, like, I'm doing it for you, but he can't say that he's doing it for her kind of thing. Like, where's all this and, dirty, sweaty cash coming well, from? And yeah, I mean, why there's, are there's there a lot of this money. Why yeah. are there these toothless people outside yeah. our house? And, and so um, – the what's interesting is is you see over time, 
he starts out as this like really nice, gentle guy and everything. Like everyone really likes him. And over time, like choice by choice by choice, he becomes like an evil guy, essentially. To the point where he starts out as the protagonist and you're almost like, is he still the protagonist? Because yeah. he's like, you know, involved in people's deaths and like doing all this stuff. And, and it really kind of makes you question the whole good versus evil type of thing. Um, so anyway, it's very, it's a great show. I would, I highly recommend it. Um, and it led me to a question for you gentlemen. I've never done crystal meth. <laughs> and I am not a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> That's a podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you were in his scenario where you were given a diagnosis of having only 18 months to live mm-hmm. and you wanted to try to create or produce as much money as possible for your wife and child. Donate sperm. Which of these paths would you choose? Because I know that you would both be like, take all my money and gamble and see if I can make a bunch of money. Or blow all my money and suck it. You can, you can, yeah. you can fend for yourselves kind the, of thing. The gambling part is better than doing criminal activities right. and killing people. And, it is. And, and Except drugs. the idea is, in, in each of these scenarios... They're dangerous, they're illegal, but it, under this hypothetical scenario, you're going to make money in all of them. Whereas okay. with gambling, it's a gamble. You could lose mm-hmm. all the money, right? So you have to choose one of these four uh, situations that you are going to, a path that you're going to go down in order to try to provide. And maybe some of them would make you more money, but would be more dangerous or. You know, you're going to be doing, you have to do one of these things. It's like a pick your poison type thing. You have right. to do something that if you get caught, you're going to face criminal changes. You're going to have, like, bring shame on your family and everything. But you're trying to get in and get the money before you crap out. So here are your choices. The first one is the one that he chooses, which is either being a drug dealer or a distributor. Like, he's a more, he, he's, he, he kind of rises to be a more higher level type guy where, where he send, you know, they send people out to do the dealings and they're like, you know, they make lots of money. Choice number two, Fred Garvin, male (laughs) prostitute, actual male prostitute, actual male prostitute. Now that doesn't necessarily mean like, like hung doesn't have like the TV show. I've never seen it, but I assume so. Mm. Like you, you're, you're a situation. And in all of these, we're, we're assuming that, the means are somehow there for you. You know, you'll know someone to be able to get into this connection. Right. right. I already know my answer. Okay. <laughs> Three. But uh, I assume with the prostitute, you can't choose your client. So it could be some like you have to. You go with everybody. It could be you're a trying to make as much money as possible. Dude, tomorrow or like it's a fat chick tomorrow. Yeah, it could be anyone, right? Well, I don't know. Uh, hired killer. Ooh. Which sounds glamorous, but you do have to actually kill people, and you have to be adept enough to be able to get away with it. Right. And then um, committing small robberies, meaning like breaking into homes, robbing liquor stores, that kind of thing. Hmm. So there's four options. Four options. I like the Bill Hader character on this and that like... (laughs) (laughs) I feel... Killing people. I feel like... The robberies one. Now, are we like, which of these would we pick to make the most money or which of these we would just, we would be most able to do? 
If you like, had to choose, if this was a choose your own adventure, and you like have to stealing choose one TVs and stuff, I think you're gonna not make as much money as if you're an assassin or a drug dealer, but maybe it'd be easier to do. Right. Thing, you know? I, I'm saying weighing in all of those factors, weighing in how much you make, okay. weighing in what you would be capable. So it's not of, like you get weighing in what you'd be willing way, to do. But, like yeah. you know, you might not be willing to kill people, but you might be willing to sell drugs to people. Yeah. You're an assassin of bad people, or you're just an assassin. You do what's for hire. Yeah. yeah. Right? I would. I would assume. Um, based on my knowledge of assassinry, uh, that you want to know as little as per assassin. But I could be like, video, I yeah. could be like, here's here's <laughs> you want to know grand, as little about the Marcus Boss. Go kill this five year old girl. You know, like, yeah, I mean, a lot of times it's like no wives, no women, no on, kids. Are you basing this on right. assassins? The movie, <laughs> most definitely, <laughs> obviously, Robert Rath, right? It's uh, Sly's character. Mm. Um, that was a great movie. Mm. I loved that movie. I had high hopes for that. I remember movie. you Despite, loving that movie. I loved that movie. When that movie came out. Yeah. yeah. Despite Julianne Moore, I loved that movie. Yeah. I like Julianne Moore. No. She's a good actress. She's weird. I would assassinate her. <laughs> they tried to. Um, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people who commit small robberies or hold up a liquor store are way dumber than us. Yes. I feel like if we... Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Those of us with a West Coast education, they're much That's dumber right. than... Um, so anyway, the, uh, I feel like if, if, if we as... That's low-level crime, you're saying. Low, yeah. Low-brow yeah. crime. But it's also like... But it's also safer than robbing a... Bank uh, or armored car, or something. yeah. But you know? you're not you're not getting. I mean, you're not getting you rob a liquor store, you get two hundred bucks or something. And if you're robbing people's houses, then you've got to find a way to sell the goods, it's true. the jewelry and the TVs and you know whatever it is you're robbing. I mean, there's a lot more effort there. Mm. But I feel like it'd be very intriguing. But I feel like it'd be easier. But I guess if I picked Don't assassin, so? I would have to like acquire Weapons? sniper rifles and things and. Just your bare hands. You have to kill them with bare hands. <laughs> oh, I could do that. I've got my bare Garot hands. Garot wire, that's it. And if I pick male prostitute, I assume I'd have to have a functioning penis. Right? <laughs> I'd cross so, that one off. Hopefully prophylactic, <laughs> well, so I would assume. <laughs> right. Yeah. Where am I going to find that? And then meth. <laughs> so, so in Breaking Bad, how does he know how to make meth? Just Wait, go on like Wikipedia? Is it chemistry? Well, right. But does every chemistry teacher know how to cook meth? Um, well, right. he understands the process, and, like, early on when he makes it, it's like, um, I mean, I guess he probably does some research on it, but it's like a, it's not, it's not that complex of a thing. Like, if you look at the toothless people that cook meth out in a, right. you know, out in Lodi or whatever, you know, he should be able to figure it out. And it, that's what's so cool about it is, like, when the, when the guy who's with him, like, they first make it, he's like, you know, usually it's like, I don't know, you don't know probably. It's it's usually like little small pieces, and he gets like these big chunks of the glass looking stuff, and they're like blue, and it's really interesting. And he makes like designer meth, pretty much, pretty much, yeah. So that they can charge like four times as much as they normally would be able to. Now, sitting here thinking about, it, I'm sort of thinking about which one would my kid be most proud of, or least mm. ashamed of, or least ashamed be of, yeah. and I can't really get to either of those with all four of them. Well, I, I don't know. I would say, I would say drug, would be cool. drug dealing, maybe? Assassin would be cool if you if you know that you're killing quote-unquote bad people. Yeah. Unsavory right. characters. Right. But if you're killing, like, you know, Joe, your neighbor, just because some guy wants you to. Here's what you do. Or is the assumption that if someone is meant to be killed, that they're probably a bad person? 
Well, most of the time. Here's what you do. If the person I gives you the, like, stainless steel suitcase of, you know, money and says, here's what I need to kill, and it's, like, someone you don't want to kill, you kill the person hiring you and keep the money. That's what you call a win-win. Except then it's probably hard for you to get hired again because... Because your resume looks right. a little... Yeah. You got a little blank spot on your resume. Yeah. They're like, the person's like, well, who's your last client? Well, you don't yeah, want to call yeah, yeah. A little disagreement. Yeah. 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 Um, if I knew that I was killing bad people and not just right. like, you know, a business a woman who cut you off on the freeway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I would probably that. choose the assassin. Well, and maybe you... If I knew I was killing bad people. Maybe your, like, rate for each job is so high that people aren't going to hire you to kill the person that cut you off on the freeway. Yes. Because if you're killing someone, like, drugs, I feel, like, I feel like that has a less tangible effect in the end on, on, on more of society. Like, you give dr- drugs are bad. We could probably agree drugs are bad, right? Drugs so are bad, but distributing I Distributing like... crystal meth is not good. Like, that's yeah, going to get... I agree. That could get, some, that could, that could get to well, my kid. Yes. Yeah. That gets to the kids. It's terrible. Right, but I feel like if a kid's doing crystal meth, blowing a dude a as a male hooker is just embarrassing. My kid, I, <laughs> terrible. Yes, I wouldn't choose Embarrassment that. is the worst thing about that. <laughs> um, in in, in the things. show, I mean, I'd love to do it, but uh, if anyone caught me, in the show, he there's a point where he talks about <laughs> the money the that one? he's made. What's the robberies? Robberies. Yeah, well, he talks about the the meth, and he's like, you know, I didn't, I didn't steal this. I didn't, you know, I earned this money. I made a product, and I sold that product, right? And I made money. But he's selling a product that's universally understood to be pretty messed up. But if, if he was, like, but I feel like if he was a hot, if he was a marijuana dealer. Okay. Okay. What yeah. if you're a marijuana dealer then? Yeah, true. Yeah. Joe only said drug dealer. He didn't specifically say I, I, like. I feel. I feel like marijuana wouldn't be as bad. I feel like maybe. Uh, I feel like crystal meth would not be as bad as say like heroin because I feel like the people who use crystal meth are are kind of pieces of shit anyway. Like I don't feel like there's a lot yeah. of upstanding people who get into crystal meth and ruin their lives. So you're right. saying they're like highbrow people who I have f- money who want a rush? No. I feel no, like the people who do crystal like, meth have already been doing a lot of other drugs and are like so despondent and... They're hardcore junkies. They're and, so messed up to the point where they're like, oh, let me now yeah. try this. Because I feel like on, on a list of... Crystal meth is high on the list of drugs, right? Yeah, like you start with pot and then you move up. And I feel yeah. like that's... I mean, you know, you're doing a lot of other things before you. It's not like a respectable like. lawyer that does a bump of cocaine on the weekends. Right. Like, this is a yeah. This is right. a junkie. It's not just a respectable lawyer. Right? <laughs> not like a consultant that does smack. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. So that's why. That's and why. Also, to me, they're like, going to get it anyway. Right, and they're coming to you for the drugs versus you. Maybe I'll put like vitamins in it to like help. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> some uh, some uh, fluorine in there to, to help them with their teeth. You know, they're, teeth they're all screwed up. Yeah. So what would you guys choose? I'm gonna go with assassin, but there's some assassin seems the coolest. Yeah, and I think I agree. in terms of like, in terms of like you said, the shame aspect of it. Like, if I was to... I said the embarrassment of blowing dude. <laughs> well, let's flip it around. If you had to find out that your father was one of these things, which would you most want them to do? Be an assassin. I think that's... I think you're right. Yeah. Maybe robberies, though. But but I guess it's cool if you're, like, a jewel thief or something. You're, like, the like, Italian yeah. job robbery. Right, 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 cool. right. If you're, like, Donald Sutherland in that movie. Cool. Donald Sutherland is the coolest person I know. 
male prostitute like, is just that's definitely it's a horrible one yeah. because like even the women well, what if you're like if you ignore the gay part even the women they're not going to be attractive they're going to be elderly or but really what if ugly. three out of five are hot cougar wives and and whatnot it's not a high enough percentage <laughs> yeah. four out of five <laughs> Cougars are kind of gross. Well, the other thing is you're saying you the other thing is you're doing this for your family. So, like, he- hooking up your wife with money by having sex with other women seems a little bit like you know Robin Peter to pay. James people. Bond would do. James Bond would do. Yeah, yeah. James Bond and, would do what? Be a male prostitute? Sure. But James Bond was never married. But okay. Well, you have the most control. That's but, that's factually. Is that false? That's false. He was married. He was married for an hour. For or an so. hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she got run over by a train or something. More or less. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Chopped up by a helicopter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just shot. Okay. In a blaze of glory? Shut down? The robberies would definitely be the easiest. But I think so, too. lowest reward. I mean, you'd, like, rob a bunch of liquor stores and then die and be like, well, here's an extra eight grand I got, you know? Sorry. Did you classify whether the robberies were, like, like highbrow robberies? Or? I mean, I guess you could do... I, I like think, a thief, master thief. Well, like, you could rob anything, but... You could rob anything. I think, obviously, home or liquor store like, is easier. Like right, Lamarck than, in Ocean's right, 11 or 12. Right. Like, is... But okay. but that's a lot of, like... But I'm thinking, like, if, if we had to assassinate someone, I could probably find a way to do that. If I had to do what Lamarck did, although we don't ever actually see what Lamarck does in the thing, it's the other guy, like, you know, Latour or whatever. Um, what was the guy's name in the movie? The character? Which one? Latour, isn't it? The Talur. 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 In the ocean. The, the, the foreign guy. Uh, the Night Fox. Oh, yeah. The Night Fox. I don't remember the middle one. I only remember the first one and the I last one. I remember the middle one a lot. Middle one and the last one are the best. I really like, I only it. Remember I really like it. It ends at the house on Lake Como, which uh, I feel yeah. like is maybe actually George Clooney's house. He it is. House. It is. is it? Yes. I think it That's is. That's a freaking ridiculous guy, house, dude. Yeah. What if someone hired you to assassinate him? Couldn't do it. I would kill the guy who was hired me. See? Yeah. I'd kill Clooney. Is George what? Clooney? Fuck that guy. That guy's had such an awesome life. If he died right now, he can't complain. You can't. He's had a great life. You can't assassinate him from envy, though. Yeah, what if you showed I'm up? I'm not. I'm assassinating him for money. What if you showed him your life? I assume if I'm killing Clooney, I'm making a lot of money. You're like, I was supposed to kill you, or we could become best friends. And he's like, I'll take that one. Would Clooney be the guy you, you Or I could be a male prostitute for you. You would most want to be. <laughs> like, in the whole world? Yeah. Maybe. I think I would say yes. I'm going to go Phil Custer with you. <laughs> <laughs> Good choice, friend. Um, What's sorry, Elton John's sorry, husband's name? <laughs> no, no. I, Mrs. John? No, this is this was about something else. This was, this was not about that question. <laughs> um, wow. Anyways. Um, okay, that was tough to come back from. Sorry. Um, yeah, I would, I would kill Clooney. So it's interesting that we're all choosing to kill. Like, we're all murderers at art. It's scary. What's the easiest to do, in theory? I mean, unless the guy's, like, constantly behind bulletproof glass and stuff. Right. Unless it's, like, the Pope. That would be difficult. Or the president. I wouldn't murder the president. No. I'll tell you that. America. I wouldn't do that. Well, after what November, we'll see. <laughs> Nicaragua. Oh. Sure. Gun that guy down. Yeah. yeah. Someone's going to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I feel like assassin is within our scope of ability and with the potential to make a lot of money. Playing all the James Bond and Call of Duty and stuff video games, like, oh, totally. oh we are trained to be assassins. Yeah, but I just if, set up a sentry gun. I will say this. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't kill anybody. I'd shoot him with a predator missile from up above. <laughs> I'll just run around in circles trying to find the door. If the robbery was high class robberies like like Lamarck and in Le- in Tolor, Tolor, I would choose that one because that doesn't really harm anybody. You're gonna like. Yes, dance through the laser yes. feet. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. That's cool. Like that doesn't that really cool. harm anyone other than but their their You can walk into possessions. a liquor store with a so pistol you're like, like Robin Hood. You're robbing from the rich. You think? But sure. how do you? I mean, you can't like walk into the art gallery and you know figure out how to get past the security. And yes, whatnot. I can. I can learn. How, well, well, in 18 months before you die. That's a good point. Mm. And I assume do once in a while yeah. you've got to go to like chemo and stuff or something, right? I feel like I feel like there's a lot of. Um, Upfront costs if you're going to be a master thief as well. Right. You got to spend money high to steal tech, money. Yeah, a lot of high tech. You probably spend some time as the green horn, as the apprentice in a group of thieves. You don't right? really have time to do that. Right. That's why assassin, like, go out and kill this guy. All right, I'll have a done. But have you guys seen the movie um, The Next Three Days? No. No, I saw the last three days. What? <laughs> the Next Three Days with Russell Crowe and. Um, mm, you guys should see it. I thought it was a great movie. Um, it's kind of similar. Of the um, the wife is wrongly accused of murder and convicted of murder, um, um, and she's going to kill herself. It's um, what's that Banks uh, Elizabeth actress Banks? Elizabeth Banks. That's uh, she has a Avery Jessup. Yeah. They have a son. She's going to kill herself in prison because she can't take it anymore. So Russell Crowe devises a way to quote unquote break her out of prison. Right. Okay. So he, I don't know why you need quotes, but. Uh, um, <laughs> That's true. True. Um, so he, the whole movie is about him trying to break his wife out of prison. But he's yeah. just a teacher, so you know he's just mm. a teacher at a college. So he's probably teacher a, of prison making. <laughs> teacher. I don't, of even, I don't even know what giant he, hole digging. <laughs> but so presumably he's above average intelligence. But right. you know he's learning how to do this, and he does this in like a matter of you know months or something. So can without giving away the whole thing, like what. What happens at the end? Route. Well, I'm like, <laughs> does he go like trying to tunnel or trying to like get a gate to open or like trying to disguise or like you know um, what route does he his go? His methods in Shawshank the end, Redemption style. Yeah, his methods in the end are, are pretty. <laughs> he takes thirty years. Are pretty clever, pretty witty. Okay, you know he's trying to outsmart the feds, right? Please, so it's interesting. interesting. You should you should see it. I'm after Netflix. It. Yeah, it's actually as a father, as a new father, uh, like I am. It was very moving. It was a very moving money uh, movie because there was decisions made on behalf of his family. Interesting. Okay, how about your job is breaking people out of prison? Would that be your job then? <laughs> um, professional, or like you're hired. To professional prison breaker. I would still go with killer yeah. in most circumstances. In most the real, the most. I real like the word stuff. assassin better than killer. Well, here's yeah. the thing, though. Like you're working, killer sounds like serial. You're killer. saying like you're going to spend time to train to be a master thief. Like, how would you? You'd have to spend some time thinking about how you're going to kill someone and not get caught in those eighteen months. Uh, that's true. Yeah, but I think that's easier to do. I mean, the police are pretty good at this shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but like with all the CSI TV shows, you know, just to wear gloves and. You know, that's it. Not Here comb goes. your hair or something. <laughs> Is that easy? <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> don't touch anything. Hmm. I feel like I'd be. I wouldn't be like a prime suspect either. You know. That's true. Like you're not the jealous husband. You know, you're not a, someone they would look at. Yeah. Hmm. I don't have a criminal record. Hmm. And you're not like killing them and robbing them. So it's not like you know. Oh, the guy's credit card was used here or something. You know. My fingerprints are on the file, which is kind of a problem. Because as a teacher, they have to do all the fingerprinting. So. Mm. Burn your fingers. 
So, like, you probably don't have your fingerprints on a file anywhere, right? <laughs> Megan's law. Psych! <laughs> <laughs> That's a podcast. That's a podcast. <laughs> Are we really done? Take <laughs> it from me, don't be a do batter up, do batter up, do batter. You'll put your foot on that ladder that leads you to that place below and